now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. Pilots always wear sunglasses, and it's not just to look cooler. Pilots are responsible for many people on the aircraft, so they should be capable to see the air traffic well, identify all the lights, symbols, and markings, as well as all of the buttons and manuals on the aircraft without any problem. So for a pilot, it's crucial to have perfect health and specifically perfect vision. Pilots do health checkups every year to confirm they're in good health and able to keep working. People with any sight problems don't qualify to be a pilot. The pilot's vision is probably the most important quality they must have, and they should take care of their eyes to maintain perfect eyesight throughout their whole career. The problem is that it's not an easy task if you're a pilot. The damaging solar radiation that our sun emits is filtered out by the Earth's atmosphere, so the sunlight isn't very harmful to you if you spend most of your time on the ground. But up in the sky, it's different. There's less air, and the brightness is way higher. With every 100 feet of elevation, the solar radiation is 5% stronger. On average, aircraft fly at 35,000 feet. This means that the amount of UV radiation is 1,750% higher than on the ground. This is very damaging for any person's vision. The high amount of time the pilots spend in the air makes them vulnerable to various eye problems. And having eye problems costs any pilot their career. So that's why they wear sunglasses, to protect their vision. The sunglasses they wear must be of the best quality. They should, of course, minimize the impact of the sunlight and withstand the UV rays, providing 100% protection for the eyes. Also, they can't be polarized, since polarization can hinder seeing cockpit displays. They should provide the best clarity, decrease eye fatigue, and even minimize the color deformation so they can see just like they would without sunglasses on. Takeoff and landing are the most crucial and dangerous stages of a flight. To ensure everyone's safety, the rules are especially strict. One of the rules is to turn on the airplane mode on your devices. The reason behind it is to make sure that the signals that gadgets transmit don't interfere with the plane's electronic systems and don't block the radio's frequency. You've probably heard that clicking sound a speaker makes right before your cell phone gets a call if it's right next to the speakers. These sounds are what the pilot might hear while communicating with air traffic control. Even one second of interference can cause a lot of confusion between the pilots and air traffic control who closely monitor the plane. It's not that every single cell phone is a problem, only certain types of them are, and it's also always a combination, depending on the cell phone type, how far away it is from the cabin, and how many cell phones aren't in the airplane mode. The plane crew can't identify which exact passenger didn't turn the airplane mode on, but they can tell if many people didn't, so they'll ask you to do so repeatedly. Another requirement during takeoff and landing is to raise window blinds. No surprise, it's also done for better safety. 
is to make your eyes get used to the light or the darkness outside. In case something happens during these critical stages of the flight, everyone will be able to react and evacuate more quickly, which is precious. For the very same reason, the lights are dimmed in the airplane. This way, the lighting will be the closest to the light outside of the aircraft. Another reason is that if the window blinds are open when the plane is on the ground, people outside can see exactly what's going on in the plane. For example, if there's fire or smoke, and where exactly it is. This way, they can better plan the evacuation. The passengers are asked to fold up their tables and straighten the seats to ensure that, in case of emergency, everyone will be able to leave the plane as fast as possible. You might have known that there are always two pilots on a plane, and it's done for safety reasons. In case something happens to the first pilot, the co-pilot can take up their role. An airplane obviously has many automated systems, including the autopilot. But an aircraft is a complex system, and all of it must be monitored and regulated. The second pilot allows better planning and coordination. While the first pilot controls and adjusts the autopilot, the second one monitors the controls or communicates with the control tower. Also, there are checklists for safety standards, and pilots have to ensure they're completed at different stages of the route. So, while the captain is focused on the flight, the co-pilot can complete the checklist and make sure that everything's going according to plan. Some flights last long hours. For example, the longest flight ever was from Singapore to New York, and it lasted 17 hours and 50 minutes. Flights that last 14 or 15 hours are already pretty common. Of course, no person, even a trained pilot, can stay focused this whole time. So long hours can impact pilots' performance. They can experience fatigue. And it's important that there's a second pilot nearby to take on. Some airlines even have three pilots flying the longest routes. There's a special cabin for a pilot to rest in while the others are controlling the airplane. But apart from two or even three pilots on board, there's also an autopilot. Still, we need human pilots, because no autopilot, even the best one existing, can yet replace a human. An autopilot that every passenger airplane has can only manage the aircraft under certain and pretty restricted conditions. No autopilot yet can do the takeoff and landing by itself, so it's done manually. The captain activates the autopilot after takeoff and deactivates it before landing. In case of no visibility, the pilot can land the plane using an auto-land system. This system can land the aircraft fully automatically and blindly, but it needs supervision of a pilot always. The autopilot is most needed so that the human doesn't have to hand-control the airplane during the whole flight. Like when you drive from one city to another, you have to keep your hands on the wheel at all times. The autopilot saves you that effort, being able to keep the airplane going in the right direction. The route data of every airplane is pre-planned and uploaded to the system. The pilot can set up the needed mode, and the autopilot can control the airplane within its uploaded route, keep up the altitude, speed, and direction. The pilots, meanwhile, keep an eye on the autopilot and focus on other tasks like navigating, planning, and communicating with air traffic control. If you've ever flown, you've probably noticed that there's a little hole in the windows. It's called a bleed hole. An airplane window has three panes of plexiglass, and there's a little gap between the outer and middle panes. The middle one has the bleed hole. It's there to regulate the pressure difference between the inside and outside of the cabin. This way, the outer pane can handle the load. If the outer pane breaks, the middle one, even though there's a hole in it, will be able to keep the window intact. 
Also, that hole keeps the windows from fogging up and frosting over. Whenever a plane flies by, it leaves a white trail behind it. Up there in the sky, the atmosphere has lower temperature and vapor pressure than the hot gas that is emitted by the plane's engines. The hot gas and cold atmosphere mix together and freeze, leaving a trail behind. That's the same principle as when you see the cloud of your hot breath on a cold day. You can also determine the weather outside by the looks of that trail. If it's thin and short, the weather is nice and the humidity is low. But if the trail is thick and long, it's a sign of humid air and might be a sign of an upcoming storm. Also, here's a piece of advice from a pilot. When a pilot flies as a passenger, they always pay attention to where the emergency exits are. Even more, they count the number of rows between their seat and the emergency exit. This way, in case of emergency, you'll manage to find the exit easily even if you're blinded, just by touching the seats and passing the number of rows you counted in advance.